אתם מאזינים לרדיו כל רמה, ועכשיו, תוכנית השורשים. ברוכים הבאים לתוכנית השורשים, אנחנו ממשיכים בהרפתקת ה-D&D שלנו. Um, welcome back everyone to another session of D&D, this time in the Dreamlands. Um, to give a very, very brief recap on to all the nonsense that uh, happened yesterday. Um, our party of adventurers made it to the Kobolds Warrens, um, where they very, very swiftly found the Sphere of Dreams in the possession of not only a fearsome bugbear chief by the name of Rockthook, um, but also in the possession of a demon by the name of Commander Sion. The party made very, very quick work of the bugbear chief knocking him out with several lightning bolts and fireballs to the face, amongst some other things. Um, but the demon very, very quickly activated the Sphere of Dreams, revealing that it was some kind of a portal device. Jumping through the portal, the party followed after quick on, quick on her tail. Unfortunately, they found themselves... in a completely unknown world and very, very quick, quickly captured by a squadron of demons. They were brought before the commander's boss, an archdemon by the name of Yorge Lafey, the archdemon of ignorance. And on any other day, they would have made a very, very quick meal for the massive beast. But that was not to be the fate of our adventurers. It was the last minute... They were saved by the royal guard of the, of the kingdom of Quartes, as well as their king, a goblin wizard by the name of Jub-Jub, at uh, that time played by none other than the Kochavim counselor Figgy. Very quickly, they were whisked off to Jub-Jub's palace, after which they, very, very, they were very, very ha- happy to take a good night's rest, especially Gaia. Gaia was very happy about that. Filled of um, dreams, yay! Yeah. Um, today we pick up more or less where we left off, but not before we do introductions. There's a very, very big session ahead of us. I hope you're all ready. So I, for those of you who have not tuned into the show before, my name is Philip Cronenberg. Um, I'm a member of Tsevet Hofa'a. I'm normally a percussionist, but for this campaign, I am the dungeon master, meaning that I'm basically writing the story, overseeing that it gets executed properly, um, just making sure that the game goes smoothly for all of our players and for all of you listening back at home. My character's name is Joe. I, my race is an elf, and my class is a cleric, and hopefully I will be gaining a level today. My name in real life is Dylan. Um, my character name is Pew. My class is sorcerer, and my race is tiefling, and my abilities are... Dark vision and resistance to fire. Uh, hi, I'm Zachary Lara in real life. And in D&D, I'm Billy. I'm a cleric level five elf. And I've got dark vision and the mask of the wild. My name is Avi in real life. My character name is Dreamblazer. I am a dragonborn, green dragon ancestry, and... My class and level is a Jew. My name's Camille, and I am a demon in the game, and my name's Fire of the Death. 
Um, and I believe you are also not only a sorceress, but the wielder of the legendary Sword of Incoherent Screaming. One of my favorite legendary items. And last but certainly ah! not least... Uh, hello, my name is Gaia. I'm, uh, my real name is Rory Bundle. Some of you might know me from the radio. I'm here every day. And my character's name is Gaia. She's a mermaid uh, and a warlock. And uh, she's level 5, but hopefully we'll be leveling up today. She has a... She practices some magic. She's a warlock. And a uh, blast of dark energy is very effective. It's proven very effective last time. Hopefully it will today as well, when we're fighting all these evil... Are there nightmares in the Glade of Dreams? Perhaps you're going to find out. Hopefully not. That, that, that would disturb uh, the nap. And so... Our story begins. You all wake up in the morning. Um, you all find yourselves um, in your own rooms. Um, in very, very fancy king-sized beds. Um, with gorgeous white fitted sheets. I'd like everyone to do me a favor and use this as an opportunity to roll perception. Uh, D20, yes. So I'm going to roll the D20. And I got a terrible roll of six. It was actually a nine. nine. It was a nine um, plus five with your wisdom modifier. Twelve. It's kind of hard to tell, but from my perspective, it looks like a nine. So it's twelve. Uh, I got a two. Okay. That is a natural 20. Congrats. You seem to be really, really good at rolling those. Alright, and... That is an 11. Alright. That is a 6. So raise your hand if you rolled above a 5. That is everyone except for one. Yes. Don't forget to add your wisdom modifier to these rolls. Yes, we all rolled above a five. So, um, in that case, and this works. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry, I'm figuring for this anyway. So, um, you all take a look around the rooms. Um, the sun is shining in very, very brightly. Um, uh, despite the fact that um, it is. The rooms all seem fairly cool. They seem to actually have some kind of a magical air conditioning system built into them. Um, which also is a little bit strange for you, because not only was it winter, why is there air conditioning? But um, air conditioners aren't exactly a very common thing where you guys are from. Um, in addition to this, you know, some the rooms are all fit very, very nicely. Um, all your clothes have been placed up here, as well as all your equipment. Um, amongst all of them, you see a note. Um... And upon further investigation, the note reads, Hope you all slept well. Please join me downstairs for breakfast as soon as you get this. Signed, King Jubjub. Now, Dreamblazer, since you rolled a natural 20, um, you get all of this and a little bit more. You actually go to take a look outside, um, and you take a look around, um, and you get a pretty good... Well, he rolled a natural 20. Um, you get a pretty good look at um, your surroundings as well. Um, Quartes is a fairly small walled city, um, but a couple things strike you as odd. Um, first things first, um, you notice there are strange metal devices down on the ground rolling around in the streets below you. On a meta note, these are cars. 
But your characters have never seen cars before, so you have no idea what a car is. Um, but you see these strange metal contraptions rolling around on the ground the streets below. You also notice that there are actually just some people flying around, just in broad daylight. Kind of strange. Um, you've never heard of anywhere in your world where any of this would take place, except for maybe the capital city of Titan or Alicia, but this is... A city like this, although small, it's very, very techno- and technologically advanced, much more so than you would have thought. Um, doesn't remind you of anywhere that you've ever seen before, though. So, um, you guys all heading downstairs to breakfast with Jub Jub? Yes, no, maybe so? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want to stay in and sleep some more. Is the food edible? Okay. Sounds good. Alright, we we appear to like food. Um, Fine, I'll wake up. Alright. You guys all head downstairs. You all get there around the same time. Um, With the exception of Gaia, who shows up about 15 minutes late. Uh, She decided to take another small cat nap. But you're feeling extra rejuvenated, so that's a good thing. Um, As you head downstairs in this gorgeous marble palace... Um, you actually see quite a few bugbears roaming the place. They seem to be the guard for this castle. Um, eventually you make it downstairs to the dining hall, and there's a very, very nice table, like a long table set up. Um, and Jub-Jub sees you and goes, Ah, hello, friends. Please, if you would come join me, that would be wonderful. Um, so you guys all going and saying now for breakfast with, Jub- with Jub-Jub? Seems to be the general consensus. Yeah. Um... So you all sit down, um, and Jub-Jub uh, prepares you guys a phenomenal meal. Um, there's eggs, some cereal, um, um, a couple sweeter things, um, like uh, like some cinnamon rolls. Also some different food that you guys don't entirely recognize from your world, but it smells equally as wonderful and tastes pretty good, too. I need to make a quick roll for myself right over here. Okay. Um, so you all take some time. You enjoy your breakfasts. Um, after which, Jub-Jub says, So, I'm afraid that we have to have a bit of a serious conversation today. So, do any of you... I know we briefly mentioned to you guys that you guys are in the Dreamlands. Do any of you know what that is? Uh, No. Not really, but I just heard that we have to be asleep or else it's dangerous. It might be where, like, they control your dreams. don't know entirely what it is, but I can guess that it's about sleeping. Same. Uh, I, I, like, I like sleeping in here. I had a good uh, night's sleep here. Well, I'm enjoy. I'm glad that you enjoyed your night's sleep, Gaia. It makes me happy. I had some cool dreams as well. Dreaming in a dream world—that's kind of strange. And that, at the end of the day, is what. Oh yes, 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 yes. Gaia, are you still tired? Always. I think Gaia. Yeah. Rem- remember, I- I'm a mermaid. I'm supposed to be out of water, but I don't like water. <laughs> that's my problem in life. <laughs> So I suppose I. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's a pretty big problem for a mermaid. I'd have to imagine, yes. The Dreamlands, as I'm sure that you guys have kind of been able to piece together by now, is a 
entire plane of existence, a whole world created by all the sleeping creatures across the multiverse. Basically, there are some creatures that when they fall asleep will just kind of end up here as part of their dreams. They, they actually are taken to another world um, by this place is very, very powerful magic. Most of us are actually asleep right now. I myself am actually currently asleep. I'm normally just a small goblin on a small warrens on a wholly different plane called Fandelver. But here, I'm a king. Time works differently in the Dreamlands. A few minutes, a few minutes on your home planes would be a whole day here. So a lot of us, you know, we may be asleep for only one night, but we can spend years upon years in this place. And for dreamers, it's fairly safe. Yes, there are some dangerous things here, but if, God forbid, anyone should ever die in the dreamlands, they'll just wake up. Like it was just a bad dream and nothing more. But being awake in the dreamlands, that's a very, very dangerous thing. You see, people who are awake in the dreamlands are called Awoken Ones. And it's said that because of this, they get all the perks of being in the dreamlands. They get magical powers that the normal person wouldn't. They can live very, very long lifespans. Um, they're almost immortal. But if they, again, God forbid, God forbid should die here, you're done for. That's it. Kaput. Now, normally, we're used to having Awoken Ones around here, and this wouldn't be an issue. But unfortunately, as you guys saw last night, we have a bit of a demon problem. You guys, when you, you guys are actually very, very lucky. Most people who run into an encounter with those two demons, Yorge and Sion, are not that lucky. Yorge is, unless he's being told to do something relatively harmless, you saw, you know how he is. But that, that demon commander, oh, she's dangerous, all right. Very, very tricky, very, very smart. It's actually that her name is Commander Scion because she can use something called psionics. She can actually create magic with her mind. It's kind of, on a meta note, this is, so you guys know, it's basically like the Force. Various, you know, like moving stuff around with like your mind and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, psionics, that's exactly what that is. And she's a very, very dangerous person. What were you even doing in that forest anyway? How did you get here? Well, we were, she... She took like this thing, and we the sphere of dreams. Her. Yeah, the sphere of dreams. Yeah, we found this, and and it's our quest to um, to get it, and so we just had to go through the portal here. Uh, so basically, what happened was there was the sphere of dreams that was in a museum kept safely away. But then the kobold stole it to bring it to their mistress, Commander Sion, and she used it as a teleporter to to a portal to the uh, an island which led up to the forest in the we, Dreamlands. We actually yeah. had her cornered, and we were going to kill her, destroy her, and she used the dream, the sphere of dreams, as a portal. And actually took us to a floating island, and we went up a bunch of floating stairs to another portal. It was pretty weird. I I actually think that what she's trying to do with the sphere is trying to destroy the dreamlands. Um, so... 
we getting paid to get this sphere. We follow the sphere. We get the sphere. We get money. <sighs> so it's true then. You see, my friends, I actually know what the sphere of dreams is. It was actually uh, created by another another wizard friend of mine. Um, he's one of the other kings here in the Dreamlands. His name is Regis. Um, the Sphere of Dreams is a not only has the ability to create portals, but in the Dreamlands, it can actually manipulate the world and create new things. It's a very, very powerful and very, very dangerous artifact if you, if you use in the wrong hands. Wait, I suppose I should tell you what's truly going on here. Like, what sort of things can you make? Like Anything that you could possibly imagine. The Sphere of Dream- uh, Dreams can create wonderful things. It can create entire cities. But it can also uh, be used to create, you know, things that are very, very dangerous, like monsters or volcanoes or uh, earthquakes. Is there, like, a mirror world where anything that happens that... Anything that happens in the mirror world happens also in the real world? Not necessarily, but there is something that you should know about. You see, these demons, they showed up a couple years ago. I think it might even be almost 20 years ago now that they showed up here. And they've been taking these Awoken Ones captive. And if what I've heard is true, the Dreamland is in very, very grave danger. Now, you may not know this, but there's been a war raging on across the multiverse. What's the multiverse? The multiverse is all the various planes of exist. all the various planes of existence. Yours is one of many. They're all different, like universes and stuff. You see, there was once a very, very powerful wizard. He went by the name, and it's a little bit silly, but he went by the name of Beepus. Was he a Didi? I'm about to get to that. Beepus was the world's, well, the entire multiverse's most powerful illusionist. It's said that anything that he wished to create, he could create it in his bare hands. But one day, Beepus went rogue. He destroyed, he destroyed his home, his home city, and vanished. And from then on, he's been leading demons attacking the multiverse. Nobody really knows what did it, but for those closest to him, from what we've heard, Beepus has been going on about how he's been trying to work on a spell. A spell that would take away magic forever. Now, in order for this spell to work, he needs to get onto your home world. But he can't. Because your home world is being protected by a magical barrier by a couple of the different kings. So, he can't affect your home world of Arcadius. However, he might be trying to use the Dreamlands to get through. He might, for all we know, be here right now. Is it possible he's one of us? Very, very unlikely. We would be able to tell. Not me. You see, Beefus has something called an aura. He's so powerful that he can't contain all the magic in his body. And when it leaks out, it causes all these strange effects. Um, It can create, like, a pins and needles sensation in your body. It can make it feel like your eyes are bulging. Kind of creepy stuff. And since none of us are feeling that right now, we know that he's not here. But, if what I think is true, 
and those demons are working for Beepus, if he gets the Sphere of Dreams, he might be able to make a portal into your world. We have to get that sphere back no matter what. Can Beepus um, have invisibility? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Any spell imaginable. Yeah, so he could be, like, hidden in the bushes right now. Possibly, but, again, he can't hide. He doesn't really have a form, right? Mm, He does, although no one's really seen him all that much. Um, Is he a Didi? There have been rumors. There have been rumors that, for some strange reason, he's transcended into being a god, but... Again, I think I don't think that's particularly true at all. That being said, even if Beepus were to go invisible, we'd still be able to feel it if he was around. I understand. So, if it's all right with you, I'd like to ask you a favor. And you can say no, but since you're Awoken Ones and you've proven very, very competent until now, I think you might be able to help us. There's a major city not too far away from here. It is the city... Of Diathlene. Diathlene's a major port city that can take you to almost anywhere in the Dreamlands. My friend Regis is the king there. I'd like you to go to him and ask him for help in getting back this sphere. He might be able to help you with that. But also, he might be able to help you get home. Because I'm assuming you guys don't want to be stuck here. No. It seems pretty cool, but I want my money. I have a yeah, I want the Sphere of Dreams back. I, I have a question. If we were to co- recover the Sphere of Dreams and bring it to Regis or you, would you give us any GP? Oh, absolutely. You'd be compensated very, very well. I assure you, whatever you're being paid right now, I can pay you much, much more. How much will you pay us? For an artifact of that power- for an artifact that powerful? I don't know. I'd say 10,000 gold for all of you. Wow, that's, that's a lot more than what the king offered us. Oh, he only that. offered us 1,000 initially. Only 1,000? Did he have any idea what the sphere was? Well, we bargained with him and we raised it to 1,300. Yes, each. Yeah. Uh, no, yes, it was each. Could we roll the d20 to try to convince you of more? To try and convince Jub Jub to give, to give you more? Persuasion. Yep. Yeah, well, you say it's, um, it's worth a lot, so I think yeah, it's worth I at like least I twice as much. So, yeah, roll persuasion. Mm. Add your charisma to that. So I think that was a seven. Because um, it's only supposed to be the person who asked. So, Roe, that, um, that would have been an 11. Jeff goes, you want to make it 20,000 for all of you? Deal. Okay. I want that sphere back. Okay, but uh, again, I really want to get this fear, but I'm sorry I keep bringing this up, but didn't you say it's really dangerous to be awake here? So shouldn't we all go back to sleep? Well, going to sleep won't do anything, as you just saw. However, there is a place that I know about. A place in the dreamlands that connects back to the real world. Um, it is called the Plateau of Lang, And it says there is a portal there that can take you back to the real world. So if it's all right with you, you get the sphere back, and I'll make sure that your journey into Lang is perfectly safe, and you guys will be able to go back home and wake back up. With all the money. Go ahead. Well, if you had the sphere of dreams, couldn't you like make your like make like 
huge stacks of gold and give us like hundreds of thousands each? That would be a very, very severe misuse of its power. The sphere can malfunction if you try to do too much G- with it. Guys, why don't we just keep uh, the... I have a question. Do you want to go back to your real world, to the real world? No, I'm perfectly happy here, actually. I'm, you know, I'm just a small goblin nobody in my world. But here, I get to be a king. I'm perfectly happy to stay sleeping. Uh, uh, listen, why don't we just keep sphere to ourselves? You aren't hearing this. Why, why don't we just keep the, the sphere to ourselves? What do you say? No. No. I, I have a question. Mm, yes. Do you have any more cinnamon buns? Absolutely. Here, have some. Yes. Chefs! And then a gigantic, bug, huge bugbear wearing a pink apron comes stamping in. But the king will be mad at us anyway. Cinnamon for not, buns. For not bringing the sphere. Yeah. And, the, and this guy's hands is better. He, Safer. And... He's just a goblin. I think it's a deal. Everyone else agree? Yeah, I agree. Also, I think that we have a plan. We should start going before um, before he, he could do um, more damage to the dreamland. No, that sounds like a good idea. The faster that you guys can close the gap between you and that and that demon commander, the better. Okay, let's get started. Could we roll to do something? So, um, you guys have a couple options right here. Okay. Um, you could go out into town. You could go to like a blacksmith shop. You can go to an apothecary. Um, they have an enchanter here in this city. Anything else like that, if there are any shops you want to visit, um, you can definitely go and spend some time to go shopping right now with the 100 gold that all of you have. Um, alternatively, you can just go right on the road. Um, you also have two different, different options. Um, Diethlene is about a day away from you guys. Yes. Um, Diethlene is about a day away from you guys. So, um, you could just walk and it'll take the foot in the full day, but you could also try to get, like, a carriage. You guys could rent, like, a car service or something. Uh, I have a question. Yes. Is there any way that you could, yourself as a king, could offer us to bring us up, up a level? Or can you not do that? Not necessarily something that I can do. That's something that you need to do for yourselves. Okay. I, I think that what we should do is we should do a party split so that way like we could all look somewhere else. But then maybe we could like get some sort of items that we could talk to each other from different places like walkie-talkies. I actually think that we should just hit the road like in the beginning of our journey and we could and just walk because if you're in a carriage or a car it's much more noisy and it is very and we might kind of trouble. Yeah. We drive and yeah, I actually, Agreed. I actually think we should hit the road, but I think we should use one of those uh, metal tube thingies uh, because they, they look really comfortable. And we'll get there much faster, and we can nap on the way, so we'll be much more re-energized. But th- that's not why I want it. We'll get it much faster. Um. Uh. Also, if we get one of the metal tube things, Gaia can nap. Uh. So he, uh, he'll be happy, and also uh. Couldn't the king provide us, like, 
so, uh, like a car service to get us to the place. Oh, wait, can I ask him? Uh, can I ask, uh, can I, can you please provide us, like, a car service to get us to the city? Oh, yeah, 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 totally. That's, I'll, I'll make sure that's on me. I'll get you the fastest cars in the city. Thank you. Uh, I have a question. Could you get us any, could you, do you have any enchantments or spells we could use to help us on our journey? Well, spells, I can't just give you spells. However, if you want me to enchant some of your stuff, I might be able to do that for you. Um, specifically for any of you guys who might be using swords, um, I have an enchantment that I know very, very specifically that can make them turn on fire. Um, Dreamblazer, can I see your sheet quickly? I have um, a question. You have a light crossbow and a staff. You probably don't want to light those things on fire. Um, like crossbow, a shield, and a short sword. He could probably enchant your short, your short sword. Okay. So you pass him his sword. He waves his hand across it. And it lights on fire. And what about you, my friend? Level up the fireball. Mm, so you're a spellcaster specifically. Hmm. You seem to specialize. Do you like blowing things up? Yes. I have something special for you. And he goes, and he hands you, um, he goes into what appears to be back room, and he hands you a cloak. Now, this is a cloak of elemental magic. It will, um, it will make all of your magical fire attacks more powerful whenever you use them. I have a question. Can you enchant my crossbow so that it will never miss? Uh, no, that sounds uh, far, far too powerful for something that I could do. I, okay, I have a question. But Maybe I thought if you could dream it, you could do it. Yes, but there are limits. If I use my powers too, too much, I might actually wake up, and I don't want that. I have a few questions. Yes, um, of course. What is a firebolt? A firebolt? Um, a firebolt is a spell where you would raise out your hand and a blast of fire comes out of it. A relatively small one. And is max armor like? I get armor or whatever. Can I see? On number two. Uh, that is mage armor. That is magical armor that will surround you and protect you. Uh, and what is... Yeah, so this is Mendo. So what about Flaming Sphere? Yeah, these are all the various magical attacks that your characters can already use. What are, what are burning um, it does what it sounds like. It lights your hands on fire and it lets you spew fire out of them. Jeb-jeb. Uh, Jeb-jeb, I have a question. Yes. So, is there a way that uh, you can make it so that... Do you have, like, a bunch of dead bodies? Because I can animate the dead. You think so I just keep dead, dead bodies around in my palace? What kind of a weird person are you? Uh, no, I do not keep dead bodies lying around here. Um... What is the magic Do you have, hand? like, any special, like, super powerful monsters you killed? No! I'm a king. I spend my time watching after my city, not adventuring. What is the mage hand? Um, m- mage hand is a spell that basically creates a magical hand that you can use to, like, check for traps and stuff. If you guys want to know more about your spells, by the way, you can just come to me after the game and I'll explain them to you. Sound good? Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll have a few more minutes, so yeah. do you want to hit the road? So... We're taking some time and hitting the road? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Car service it is. So you guys all go. You head out of Jub Jub's palace. Could you make the car service quiet? Yeah, of course. 
Um, you just want to put that on loop? Hashtag Zelda. Yeah. So. Alright, it's already on. Yeah, yeah, It's okay. So. You guys go. You head out of the city. Um, by the time you guys get going, because you spent some time working, you know, working and talking with Jub Jub, and that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, you take this car, and in about three, four hours, um, by mid-afternoon, you make it to what appears to be a small gate outside of the largest city that you have ever seen in your lives. There are, there are skyscrapers here. It's much, much larger than even something like New York City. Um, and it's on a hill. And you can see there are massive ships coming in out of a port on water that appears to be, like, pink and orange, and it glows. Um, uh, you can see these those metal tube things that you guys have been riding around, and there are flying versions of those flying in and out of this city. Um, so you guys drive up to the gate, and a guard stops you. Um, he walks up to you. He's a, he's a middle-aged man. Um, he's wearing black armor. He says, uh, License and registration, please. Um, who are you, and what are you doing here? Uh, we're on... Uh, uh, we're just passing through the city. Well, well, Kent. Well, well, Kent. Working for... We're, we're just passing through the city, and we have JubJo's permission to do it. It's not like we're... On a question. Should I not have told him we're awoken? So he says, Jub's, uh, Jub Jub's permission. As you're working with him. Awoken? You, you can't just say that aloud up here. You, you haven't heard then, have you? No. Alright. You guys seriously have to keep it down. There are demons in the city. They're looking for awoken ones. But if you're here on business for King Jub Jub, I can let you in no problem. He's been Okay, next time anyone asks, just tell them we're sleeping. Okay. So then, you're here for King Regus, then? Yeah. All right. He goes and he, um, he asks the driver, who is some kind of, who has been some kind of a robot, um, uh, for some papers. The driver produces it, and he signs them off and goes, all right, these are your official papers, and he hands them each out to all of you. These right here are proof that you guys are asleep, okay? You guys, according to these papers, are dreamers. Do not let anyone know that other than King Regis. I'm not sure if you heard, but there's an archdemon in the city. He's apparently supposed to be visiting the royal palace today. You should definitely try to get there before, well, before he does. Whatever you do in the city, please, please, please be safe. And with that, my friends, welcome to the Dreamland's capital, the port city of Diathlene. Next time on D&D, a meeting with the king. Very, very exciting. So thank you so much for playing today and listening to us playing D&D with Shoshim. We'll be back here next time tomorrow, continuing our campaign, our adventure. Same people, same same DM, Phil. Thank you very much for listening.
מאזינים לשידור ישיר ממחנה רמה בברקשיירס. כל רמה 102.3 FM 